By now, you've probably seen ads about the water contamination at Camp Lejeune everywhere. People who got sick after drinking that toxic water are now able to seek repayment for their medical costs because of a new law, the PACT Act. What those other ads don't tell you is that because the PACT Act is a fresh law, it's important to find an attorney who understands the new claims forms. There is a limited time to file your Camp Lejeune claim, so you need a lawyer who can get it right the first time. The experienced team of attorneys at SickMarine.com is ready to file your claim. They will fight for you and they won't take no for an answer. Sign up at SickMarine.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was was not the actual voice of a winner. All right. Welcome to the Fantasy Degenerate Podcast. On today's show, we'll be giving you our top sleepers per position. These will be our players you should snag in the late rounds of those fantasy drafts. We'll also be going into the top 10 players of each position. That way we can help you win your fantasy leagues this year. I am one of three co-hosts. My name is DJ Mulford. Uh, the second co-host that I'm going to introduce here is Mitch Steven. What's up, everybody? Um... At the end of the show today, we're going to talk about uh, some college football bets. Um, in the coming weeks, we might mix in some NFL bets. Um, we're going to have some picks against the spread, some over-unders. Um, we're going to have, each of us are going to have a dog of the week, which we like to take on the money line for that plus money. What's up, everybody? I'm Jason Geyer. They call me Bird. Uh, we're going to start the show by giving up our top tens, and I'm going to start with quarterbacks. My top 10 quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, TB12, Aaron Rodgers. I got sleepers. My sleepers this year, I like Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to ball out with the guys just, uh, you know, to put it to Cleveland. He's going to really fuck Cleveland up. And then you got Kirk Cousins, who's another sleeper this year. Offense is going to go nuts, I feel like. DJ, how's your top ten work? Yes, sir. I I have pretty similar top ten. I don't have uh, a couple of those in there. But I do definitely have Josh Allen, Mahomes, Herbert. I got Burrow in there. I think he's going to have a a stellar year. They improved that offensive line. Um, I actually don't have Dak in there. I think losing Amari Cooper, that's like one of his biggest. Not in your top ten? No, I don't think he's in my top ten, man. I don't. I think uh, losing All Amari things. Cooper is huge for him. Um, if Jalen Tolbert can step up, that's a big one. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to have to put in instead of Dak. Uh, I do think Derek Carr is going to be a top ten fantasy quarterback this year. Uh, Tay Adams is, is, is a huge plus. I mean, just listen to Aaron Rodgers talk. Um Big sleeper for me. I, I got a big sleeper, and I actually agree with Bird in this one. I think Kirk Cousins is going to be huge. Uh, that Rams offensive coordinator, I can't. Kevin O'Connell, I think is his name. Massive, massive upside there for, for old Kurt. Um, another one I think a lot of people are sleeping on, they don't realize. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's going, to, he's going to have some solid weapons. I think he's going to really mesh well, obviously, with that ETN. 
And I think you can get those little dink and dunks that are taking 65, 75 You think yards. Etienne's going to be the starting running back? I do think Etienne's going to be the starting running back. I do too. I think he de- he'll definitely play on passing downs for sure. And James Robinson's going to be effective as well, but I think Etienne's definitely the go-to guy. And my, and my third sleeper, which I think I don't think anybody is actually going to agree with <laughs> for for that uh, for that prospect, I uh, actually think Mr. Brisky's going to have a pretty good, darn good year. I'm not thinking it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be QB like 10, 12, but I can see a QB 15 or 16. And if you're in a two QB league, that would be huge. For sure. I mean, what about you, bitch? Um, top 10. I got Allen, Herbert, Mahomes. Not surprising there. Um, I actually have Jalen Hurts at number four. I think the adding AJ Brown to that offense just gives him another dynamic weapon. Well, they um, stay within 12 yards. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of reports in camp that Hurts has. Uh, been looking better passing the ball, so we'll just see. Same thing about Tua. Right? We'll see. We'll see. Come on. I like Hertz's rushing upside there. Uh, I have Lamar Jackson at five. Um, I like I like his rushing upside. If we can just get back to that uh, MVP season, um, sky's the limit for him. I have Tom Brady at six, Kyler Murray at seven, Aaron Rodgers at eight, Trey Lance at nine. That could Trey be surprising Lance. to see. Uh, and actually, I have Dak at ten. In case you guys were wondering, Rich is the biggest Trey Lance fan. He actually started his fan club. I love Trey Lance. I think uh, there's too many weapons there, I mean, for him not to put up numbers. I mean, he has the rushing upside. I know he hasn't played a ton of games in his career, but, I mean, it's all there in place for him. He's just got to go out and show he can do it. Um, The players I have that are just missing out, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, Matt Stafford, uh, that shoulder – Injury is really concerning. Burrow has the best surrounding cast. He does. I think they. I think they're a very balanced offense. And we, as we go through this, I have a lot of players that are just on that cusp of top ten and from the Bengals. Balanced offense meaning what? Like these other guys don't have a balanced offense. I think the other guys are more. I think a lot of guys ahead of him have that rushing upside that he doesn't have, and that will push them over. Him. I think Tom Brady definitely has that rushing upside. I think he's Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Wait. Joe Burrow was quarterback <laughs> 16 before the last two weeks of the season last year. Yeah, but he put up 50 and what 44 or something yeah, like that. Those two weeks count. Like they do. They do. I just don't expect him to do that again. With a better offensive line. I think Joe Mixon gets a lot more carries. I think they. I actually agree with that. I think Joe. Mixon I think Joe. Good. I think Joe Mixon uh, will finish in the top 10, but we'll get there. Um, another couple quarterbacks I have missing too: uh, Kirk Cousins right outside, uh, Russell Wilson, and Derek Carr. Going through the quarterback list, I mean, there was legit 15 guys that could be in the top 10. Um, just a lot of young guys with rushing upside, and then the guys that have been there before. Um, it was just it was tough to pick. And then my sleeper of the year. Sleeper of the year. Sleeper of the year. Right in the Two down. quarterbacks leagues. Two quarterback leagues. Carson Wentz. I think he had a sneaky good year last year in Indianapolis. Everyone's talking about, yeah, he wasn't that accurate, wasn't that accurate. Who do you have to throw the ball to? Michael Pittman is a stud. <laughs> Michael Pittman is a stud. He is. Mitch, we're about to hit the over. We are. We're about to hit the over. I teased him. I already hit it. <laughs> um, I think I think Terry's going to put up a good year. I think Jahan Dotson's getting a lot of Raven camp. I think he's going to put up a good year. Um, so and then I think all that talking about. Terry I never said Terry McLaurin sucked. Oh my gosh. I never said he sucked. Hey, I just hey, don't think okay. he's a top ten wide receiver in football. All right, I'm going to cut you off there. 
Senator McLaurin, is he a top 10 wide receiver? And then you're on the mic. Let's hear your top 10 receivers. Top 10 wide receivers. You want me to go, DJ? Or you want no, me? I want you to go. Because you're right. already I got Justin Jefferson at one. I think the new OC, I think I think Kirk Cousins targets him a lot. I don't know if Thielen can stay healthy. Um, I don't even know if that hurts or helps J. Jeff. Um, but I just think J. Jeff gets a ton of targets, um, and I think he finishes the wide receiver one. Uh, Cooper Cup at the two. Um, maybe surprising he's not one. I think Allen Robinson going there. Uh will definitely take up a lot of red zone targets. Uh, Stephon Diggs at three. This is another guy that I could see finishes the number one. I think these three guys could all finish as the number one. Um, High-powered offense, a lot of red zone targets. Um, I could see all three of those guys. I got uh, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, C.D. Lamb. I have Jamar Chase at seven. I just think that balanced offense, I think Higgins is going to see some. I think Mixon's going to catch some. There's just a lot of targets to go around. I got Tyreek Hill, and then my last two are going to be new guys to the top ten. We got Mike Williams at nine. I think we start to see that. Uh, Mike Williams is always good for like three good games. Yeah. I think he That's starts to take over as the Chargers wide receiver one. I think Keenan. The last two years, Keenan's producti- productivity has dropped a little. His efficiency has dropped a little. I think Mike Williams steps in. If anybody's going to take it over, I think Palmer takes it over. If I can read your tenth, I think this is going to be one of the biggest shocks I've ever heard. I'm not understanding because you write like a doctor, but you got got. flustered over here. Number 10, I got Michael Pittman. Yep, I read that right. Holy shit. If you look at Matt Ryan's career, he has targeted his number one wide receiver an unreal amount. And I know I'm not comparing him to Julio Jones, but I think Michael Pittman is every bit of Calvin Ridley. Right? He's bigger. may not be as fast, but I think Michael Pittman compares to Mike, to Calvin Ridley in talent, and I think so they're going to target that wide receiver one a ton. Are you discounting Alec Pierce because he is? I'm not discounting Alec Pierce. Um, I just want to see it before I okay. I want to see it in the game. Well, I feel like it's because he came But what about Trey Lance? You don't want to see that in the game? Yeah, I feel like it was I've because seen he came in the South just... and beat me. I got JJ, and then I, go, I went Jamar Chase. I think those two could flip-flop, but I am a Bengals fan. I'm trying not to be a homer. Homer. Then you go Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, C.D. Lamb, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Big fall-off. He's not going to put up the numbers he did last year. I don't think he'll be triple crown again. I think Allen Robinson hurts him. That's big time. I don't think. Plus Stafford Shoulder. And if Cam Akers comes back, they're going to run the ball more. All right, that's Cooper. Then I go Debo. Then I go Mike Evans, A.J. Brown, Scary Terry. Hey, Carson Wentz is the sleeper of the year. Scary Terry's going to be he top is. 10, right? He is. I mean, we'll see. I I think Jahan Dotson, I think he's pretty good. I think he's not getting Dotson some love. Really good. I didn't do sleepers for wide receivers. Okay. Um, so it's funny, me and Bird kind of have similar, similar takes. Um, after five, I was there for four to really top off. I actually have Chase as number one. Um, I think he is unbelievably special, um, but I also agree with Jay Jetta being number one. Uh, I think that offensive coordinator is going to come in and, and change everything. But I do feel like Adam Thielen is, is coming back off of an injury. He's going to be, you know, really big there. Um, if you, I mean, he's going to fill out Cooper Cup role for Kevin O'Connell. So uh, that was actually one of my sleepers was Adam Thielen. So. Mm-hmm. Get that out of the way here. So one and two, Jefferson, Chase, put them wherever you want. Um, I mean, Tay Adams has got to be number three. He's, he's the best receiver in the NFL. 
uh, get separation better than anybody in the NFL. Derek uh, Carr will hit him with their best friends. I mean, dude, that's what he would buy a car if he came to Vegas. Uh, four, Stefan Diggs. I mean, the dude is special. Uh, he has one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback, in my opinion, in the NFL throwing to him. Uh, it's hard not to take him up there extremely high. Um, this is where I really fall off for him. I don't think CU's going to have that great of a year. Um, I think they're going to really, defensively, really want to you know, target him, try and take him out, and make them beat them with somebody else that's not named C.D. Lamb. Um, but who, else I, he, who else did he throw into? I think he, that's why I think that they are going to take away C.D. because there's not that number two. Before, there was Amari Cooper. Right. right. So well, when Gallup comes starts. back, it'll be harder to do that. I agree, but Gallup's what, coming back week eight? Right now, I, don't, I don't know. There's reports that he might be ready for week one, but I'm not 100% sure, about that. That, that I'm not 100% sure about that. Um, I mean, Lim's always a, a guy that if you, you got to be willing to take. The dude's a stud. But um, So I got Jefferson Chase, Adams, um, Stefan Diggs. I actually am, am really high on Mike Evans this year because Chris Godwin's down. Um, he's got to force the ball somewhere. I mean, he has to. I, yeah, I have Evans at five. I, so. think, he, I, I think he's my number five there. Um, he is an absolute freak. So I think that's a definite, you know, a definite five for me there. I think Cortland Sutton is going to be six. I think Russell likes the big, tall. Bronco Homer here. Oh, wow. Uh, I know a lot of people are really big on Jerry Judy. I think Jerry Judy gets hurt by week four. Yet again, he's made of glass. Um, <laughs> but I think he, yeah, so I don't think he'll finish a full season. Cortland is, is a stud, man. He, he's a prototypical wide receiver, big, strong, fast. Um, He's just got to cut the drops out. As soon as he does that, he's going to be a stud wide receiver. So I think this is his breakout. You know, this is his welcome to uh, fantasy year. Um, I'm not high on Debo, but I still have him up there. And the only reason I do is because they're going to use him as a Swiss Army knife. Okay, so I have him at seven. They're going to get at the ball in his hands any possible way that they can because they want that. You know, they want their best playmaker to have the ball. Uh, I don't think he's the best receiver, but I also think he's just a, a very skilled player. Um, you don't think he's the best receiver in San Francisco? He's definitely the best receiver in San Francisco. Okay. I don't think he's uh, overall. I, don't, I wouldn't have him as like my best ten wide receivers as a, as a skilled athlete. Gotcha. He's just a, I think as an athlete, he's, he's just there. a playmaker. I think as an athlete, he'd be in that top ten. But if you're just talking pure wide receiver, I would have to agree that he's not in that top yeah, ten. That's, that's what I mean as a pure wide receiver. But I still have him at seven for fantasy wise, just because he does get the ball so freaking much. Um, I actually have Tyreek Hill at number eight. I don't think he's going to run a bunch of deep routes. Like, everybody, oh, he, you know, he's so fast, he takes top off defense. He's he's going to be Tua's best friend because Tua's going to get out of pocket. He's going to find him 15 yards on the field, and then Tyreek's going to run out right away, just like he did in, in uh, Kansas City. Now, the, he's not going to be able to rely on that 70-yard 70 70, you know, bomb. Tyreek's down there somewhere. That's not going to happen. No. Um, unless he gets to throw it twice, which I don't think they're going to be like, ooh, in the NFL yet for Tua. But we'll see. Um, so that I have him at number eight. I actually have Terry McLaurin at number nine. Mitch um, is a hater, but that's okay. He can he can, he can stay there. Um, I think he is one of the most skilled receivers in the NFL. He's a great route runner. He has some of the best hands in the NFL. Um, and I think he finally has a receiver that can that can get him there. Um, the dude's got a. I mean, obviously Carson's uh, got a great arm. The thing is, I think. Aside from uh, maybe Devonta Adams and Stephon Diggs, and possibly Cooper Cup, they gets he gets the best separation on them anybody. Um, so you know Terry's definitely my number nine. I think he's I think he's going to have a special year this year. And my number ten, 
against A.J. Brown, and that's just sheerly off of his skill. I have no faith in Jalen Hurts at all. Um, unfortunately, I think A.J. Brown is just that skilled. If he stays healthy, he's an automatic top ten. Because, I mean, he'll catch it and just carry people in the end zone like he has in the past years. So, um, those are my top ten. Pretty easy. I think I already gave away one of my sleepers. But Yeah, Mick, what's your sleepers? Um, uh, deep sleepers. Um, We're going deep already. Deep sleepers. Just getting deep. Wide receiver position so deep. There's a lot of guys that can finish in the top ten. Honestly. For sure. Like there's an yeah. argument for a ton of guys. I mean, there's an argument for Juju. Already been there with Big Ben. It's an upgrade at quarterback. Lose the number one receiver. A lot of targets open. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of guys that could be in that top ten. I would actually say the number one target because he's Travis Kelsey. Wide receiver target. But I agree. Yeah. Uh, for deep sleepers. I got KJ Hamler. Um, a lot of a lot of people comparing him to Tyler Lockett. I want to see the skill on the field, but uh, I mean, that's a that's going to be a good offense. Huge upgrade at quarterback. That number three wide receiver, especially with Tim Patrick now getting hurt. Um, so we'll see if he can jump in there. Uh, the second sleeper I have is Jahan Dotson. Um, I, I don't think this guy's getting enough love. I, he was he was good in college. He's impressed in camp. Right. Uh, there's not many targets to getting stolen from other than Terry. I mean, he actually uh, reminds me a lot of Terry. Um, I think he's a great rounder, and I think even though he's small, he has a massive catch radius. Right. I, I really agree. With, I agree with him. Uh, and then the last one I have. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then I was I was looking through ADP from a bunch of sites: Sleeper, ESPN, Yahoo, whatever. Tyler Boyd's ADP um, in a lot of places is above fifty. And this dude, I mean, year in, year out, he finishes around 30 or better. I mean, he's, if anything happens, hope it doesn't, anything happens to Higgins or Chase, instant, Tyler Boyd's a wide receiver three. Um, so he's a guy to draft late in a high-powered offense, um, just a guy to snag. If Tyler Boyd is up there in the eight or nine rounds, you don't jump on him, you messed up. I got Boyd at 100. Yeah, that's crazy. On ADP 100? Yeah. Ooh. That's a steal. That's a oh, my. Steal. Who are who you got? Aside from that, do you have any similar ones? I got Rondell Moore, I think, in that offense. No he's, go, he's gonna act as with no D hop, he's gonna act as like a almost like a Tyree kill. Either if Kyler Murray can get outside the pocket and just wing one downfield, I feel like it's gotta go to I did see I did see something about Kyler Murray, one of the most accurate deep ball passers too. Yeah. He's not freaking out. Like, yeah, I mean they can throw the football. Uh, Alec Pierce. I think he is the number two. And he doesn't, I don't think there's a lot of targets out there. No. The tie, who's, who's the, people don't realize that he, I mean, Paris is three. three. Yeah, Paris Campbell's three. Who's the tight end? No Alec Cox. Yeah. yeah. But like, people said. don't realize, Alex Pierce is, is a very big human. They got Jelani Woods too, didn't they? Yeah, he he yeah. Rookie, so yeah. I mean, we'll rookie see. tight ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, but I too, I mean, Alec Pierce is a big guy. He's just a big dude. Yeah. So, not a sleeper. Just a question for you guys. All right. How far is Mike Thomas out of the top ten? I the only reason I didn't put him in my top ten is because I'm gonna wait and see on him. But I, I don't. I, I mean, if he plays 16 games this year, I'll give him a game off. He plays 16 games this year. He's a top ten receiver. Uh, if he come, I mean, if he comes back to anything close to his form before all these injuries, then yeah, I would agree. I think he's top Is ten. I form before injury, or was it a lot of Drew Brees? I think it was form before injury. I think it's both. 
Drew Brees is a great, accurate passer. I think Michael Thomas is one of before his injuries. Michael Thomas is, if not if not the best wide receiver in the NFL, he was top five wide receiver in the NFL. I, um, I think Drew Brees did help with that. I mean, Drew Brees targeted him a ton. I think there was years he got over 150, 160 catch or targets. Um, he might have had a year where he caught 150 balls. Yeah, he caught 120 something balls. Did he? Yeah, so I but mean, that's what that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I that's agree volume with you. that you can't. I mean, and with Chris Olave there, Jarvis Landry there, Alvin Kamara is taking some touches from him. That's fine. But like I like I agree with you. Here's the thing: when he has 150 targets, he gets 120 catches. So I mean, you can't be much more effective. That was with Drew Brees throwing the ball down. Now we got Winston. Yeah, Winston. But here's the thing: if Winston, Winston stays healthy coming off an ACL. So there's just that's a lot another of, that's another sleeper in the quarterback. There's just a, there's just a lot of question marks with Michael Thomas, and I think that's why we didn't. None of us had him in that top ten. Um, but I mean, the skills there for sure. If he if he comes back to his form before these injuries. What um, you got on sleeper? Another sleeper. I got Brandon Ayuk. Like Ayuk. I, I, I know you love you love Trey Lance. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't I say Ayuk. Like I'm an Ayuk hater. Hater. Ayuk is skilled, man. He's. I mean, he's not a he's bad skilled. receiver. I just don't. I, I'm, uh, Trey Lance is the reason I would never. I, I don't think I touch any of their anybody there with Debo. Um, We're watching the Pitt West Virginia game right now. We took the over 51. <laughs> It's 24-24 with 11.45 left. <laughs> They're driving. So, um, I think truly I, I, I'm a big IU cater in the fact that I don't trust Trey Lance. Um, if Trey Lance plays the way that Mitch thinks he can play, IU is easily a top 20 receiver. I mean, it's, that's not even a doubt. Um, and that kind of, I mean, that kind of, if you get him late where he's been drafted, that's a yeah. that's a fantasy winner for sure. So, I agree with Trey What do you got a sleeper, DJ? Um, I think you said Thielen already. I'm a, I'm a big Thielen guy. Huge fan. Um, and I think in that, in that offense, he's going to use him just like Cooper Cup. I don't think he's as skilled as Cooper Cup. I don't think. But I think that he can mimic a lot of the things that Cooper did. He's not going to go ahead and take those, you know, 60, 70-yard touchdowns. I don't think he's as fast, and I don't think he's as agile. So I don't think he's going to do that. But he's gonna, he'll catch probably 80, I'd say 80 to 90 balls this year. Um, he'll score some touchdowns, but he'll, he'll eat up those yards, you know, 30, 40 at a time sometimes. Uh, so I think he's going to be huge. Um, another sleeper that a lot of people aren't really looking at, um, in my opinion, is uh, somebody that, that Bird mentioned earlier is uh, Jordan Palmer, or Josh Palmer, Josh Palmer, Josh Palmer, Josh Palmer, yeah. Palmer. Um, in Los Angeles, because I do think that Keenan Allen is, is on the downturn. Um, love him, think he's a great player, Keenan Allen, but he's on the downturn. Mike Williams is a stud, so I do think that uh, he will get some targets, but I think number three being in that, in that offense with Eckler, uh, he, he's going to get lost in the shuffle for the defense. He's going to be open a whole lot, so I think Palmer's definitely going to be a guy that's, that's that comes out to fantasy this year and, and really really balls out. And towards the end of last year too, Palmer did start to see all those wide receiver three sets. So he he's definitely going to he's definitely won the job, and so right. it'll definitely be interesting. Yeah, he to took see. it from Jalen got him, got him gave, well, gave it to him, couldn't catch a cold with him all last year, so. Uh, Jordan Palmer stepped in and definitely did what he needed to do. Um, and then another one that I, I don't think a whole lot of people are, are really looking at in the fact that he's you know, transitioned to that new team was Juju. Um, I think Juju is going to be a wide receiver one in Kansas City. Um, everybody's like, oh, Montana's the best guy. I mean, I mean, dude, well, me Cole. I think Nicole's a joke. I think, Cole, is, uh, I, I think dude has overhyped himself. I think he's anything near Tyreek Hill. He's a 
I think two wide receiver sets out in case here, Sky Moore and Juju. I think Sky Moore and Juju are going to get the, the bulk of it. Sky Moore definitely has impressed, but I think Juju is his guy. Um, I don't think they're going to be doing as much of the you know, bombs down the field, obviously, but that would be Sky Moore. Um, Over. But Juju is going to be that. He's going to get up 10, 15 catches a game, in my opinion. I think he'll average right around you know, seven, seven catches a game. I think anywhere between 80 and 100 yards of a touchdown um, would be a pretty classic game for Juju. So I think that'll be a definite guy you look at if you're if you're in the you know fifth or sixth round. That's not an overly deep sleeper, yeah. but you know if you can get him in the fifth or sixth round, that's a steal. For sure, I I, I agree. Um, so yeah, we're done with uh, wide receiver. I got, I got a couple questions for oh, you about wide right, receiver. All right, let's hear them. Where are you where are you ranking Julio? Uh, I don't I don't <laughs> have him anywhere close. <laughs> I, I, Nowhere? I, no. Ever since that foot injury, he hasn't been the same. I mean, Julio's a legend, Hall of Famer, but like. I mean, we'll see. If he's on the field, he he's might not have a big games. I don't think it'll be consistent all year now. I don't think he can stay healthy. I don't think. I, I mean, he might have a couple good games, but I don't I see. mean, four years ago, you were saying Julio Jones is. Right. Yeah, but I mean, that's how quick That's how quick a career can Well, it's just, it's just one injury, especially right. a foot injury for a big-time speed, massive receiver like Julio yeah. was. Like, that was such a big a big thing. And he just, I mean, he's never been the same. I agree with him. All right, one more thing. Jacksonville. You taking a receiver on Jacksonville? Not early, that's for sure. Um, I think Trevor's got a, a lot of faith in a lot of guys out there, but I don't think – I mean, Christian Kirk, I'm sorry, he's just not a number one. He was just not. Um, you know, if he was a number two, I wouldn't have a problem. But, you know, they have a, they have a bunch of number twos and a couple of number threes over there. Um, so, no, I'm not taking anybody early because I think he's really going to – he's going to – Point guard out. You know, he's going to be different to every way they can catch. So, okay. We're going to move on to running backs. I think running backs is pretty. I think there's a ton of guys here that can finish. In the I, think, I think the top five is, though, is I think top pretty. Lock. Yeah, I don't think but then, but then again, my top five is probably different because. It might be different order, but I think it should be around the same guys. Well, go um, ahead and then Birdie starts off, bud. You got Jonathan Taylor, then you got CMC. I got Joe Mixon. I know everybody doesn't have him that high. I, I'm a Bengal guy. <laughs> I, I will say it. Uh, Austin Eckler, Shaquan, Nija, Harris, Nija, 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 Then Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Swift, and Kamara if he plays. That's the only reason I had Kamara just out. I mean, and there's talk about a suspension late in the season. I would rather draft these other guys that don't have those question marks. Um, who do you have just outside of your top ten? Or do you want to name a sleeper or anything like that? My sleepers? Kenneth Gainwell. I like Gainwell. Yeah. I think he's a starting running back by week five. He could be. I mean, Sanders has proven. I mean, he's a big play guy at times, but, like, he is not a he's consistent not a runner. Yeah, he's, he's just not a consistent runner. Um, Zamir White. <laughs> yeah. Zamir White, because you never know what Josh Jacobs you're getting, and if he's healthy. If Josh Jacobs healthy, he's just done. Yeah, the problem. Yeah, the Raiders don't trust him for some reason. For some yeah. reason, I don't get it. I mean, I can see Zamir White coming in and being a third down back, catching a ton of balls. Yeah. yeah. And that was where he was. He was really good at that in college. It was his, you know, it was his forte. Him and James Cook actually. But you know, Zamir's a uh, playmaker. Uh, so I mean, if he comes in. And, and performed in a couple first couple weeks, I could definitely see them walking away from Jacobs like that. 
They were denied his fifth-year option. And everybody was saying Pierce, but I don't know if he's going to be a sleeper anymore. Because yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be number one. You can't yeah. call that a sleeper. I mean, his ADP's probably not. I mean, I don't know what it's jumped to now. It was late. Now it's yeah. seventh, eighth round probably, I would assume. Probably just out of that RB dead zone. But then I got Michael Carter as well. I like Carter. I think he's going to be the number one. I don't think he will be all season. I think they ease Breeze into it. Breeze is more talented than Carter. I think. I don't agree with that at all. I think I think Breeze is very talented as a running back. I don't think. I think everybody saw the class that they had and realized that they don't. This is the worst running back class in years. And Breeze is the only one that they felt like was a playmaking difference, and was really a three down back. Right. Because if you look at it, James Cook's not a three down back. No. James Cook is more going to be a third down passing back. I think he could be a stud in that role. I think he really helps Buffalo in that role. But I, I fully disagree with the fact that you just said you like Carter. We've had this conversation before. I think I just think Hall. I think Hall is the more total package. Total package. I mean, I don't disagree. Uh, I, with I think Carter. I mean, Carter did has has in, had has had injury concerns in the past, especially last year. Go um, your top ten. Let's hear your top ten. I'm not going to listen to you live. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. RB rankings top ten. Just Here we kidding, go, guys. He's not lying. Here we go. Number one, I got CMC. Um, I mean, if you don't like winning fantasy leagues, if you don't have him in number one running back, I mean, it's plain and simple. He's the best fantasy football player to win on the field. Um, and that's the risk. I mean, you don't draft players in the first round to get you. Uh, hopefully, they finish eighth. Hopefully, they finish seventh. You know, you want to get you want that number one overall player. Um, uh, number two, I have uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, there's just if he caught a little more, if he caught more balls, I would have him at number one. But I mean, that separation from CMC to Taylor when in the passing game is just. I think Hines is going to get a lot of carries. A lot I of think, third down. I think Hines gets looks. I think Taylor's still the dominant running back there, and he's definitely going to finish in the top five. We'll just see. Uh, he's hurt. Slovis just got hurt. Uh, number three, I actually have Dalvin Cook. I think this. Uh, I think with the new OC, I think he's going to be a lot more involved in the passing game. Um, we'll see. Uh, Dalvin Cook is a stud. I've, I've hated on him in, hated on him in years past because I've always drafted him in fantasy, and he seemed to get hurt every single year at the end of the year. Um, but you can't deny the dude's talent. He's uh, He's got it. Number four, I have Eckler. Five, I have Henry. I think this is the – we start to see a downfall in Henry. I don't think he's going to get that – 350 carry season. I don't think he can handle it anymore. I don't either. I think uh, I think he's going to have a healthy year um, for the most part, and I think he's going uh, to finish around that five spot. Six, I have Saquon Barkley. Uh, this might be the most talented running back in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, I mean, if it's him or CMC, uh, you could argue either way. Um, this is going to be on paper. This is Barkley's best offensive line he's ever had. Um, the talent's there. Uh, number seven, I have DeAndre Swift. Um, love this dude. Love that offense. I think the offense is definitely moving in the right direction, getting the playmakers around him. Uh, number eight, I have Aaron Jones. And the only reason I don't have him higher is I think A.J. Dillon's going to be a bigger part of the offense than people think. Aaron, A.J. Dillon already had more carries than Aaron Jones last year, and I think uh, he's going to do the same this year. Number nine, I have Najee. And uh, – this is a guy that was extremely talented coming out of college. Uh, the uh, 
extremely talented coming out of college, but he was more of a volume guy last year in fantasy. Um, efficiency wasn't great. Caught a lot of balls. I don't think he'll catch that many this year. And then the last number 10, I have Joe Mixon. Oh. All right, hold on, stop. <laughs> the Oklahoma State Central Michigan game right now is 58 to 44. Rusty Woodworth, if you're listening to this ever in your life, the Big 12 does not play defense. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and then guys that just missed, I have Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Fournette, Connor, Zeke, Javante, Williams, and Travis Etienne. Uh, a lot of question marks there with a lot of those guys. Uh, and that's the only reason I didn't have him in that top 10. A uh, couple sleepers I have Ramondre Stevenson, I think. Uh, he starts to take over that role in uh, Bill Belichick's offense. I think he New England running backs always scare me. I think I think they're I, I, talented. I they scare me. I agree. I think I just think he's more he's more of a pass catcher than uh, Damian Harris, and I think he finishes as the top running back in that offense. Another one is Rashad White, um, running back for. The Buccaneers, yep. He uh, he was really good in college at Arizona State. Yeah. Like, not a lot of people understand that. Like, he was a stud. And going to a Tom Brady offense where they really don't have much outside of Fournette, um, they might want to try to save Fournette, who knows, you know, for the playoffs, for years to come, whatever. I think Rashad White can step in there and at least see some, see a few touches and maybe earn a bigger role. Then I have a player to watch. Not really a sleeper because he's not worth much unless something happens, but there's a lot of talk about the Browns and Kareem Hunt. Does he get traded? Does he not? He gets traded. He's number one. But the player I'm looking at is Dearness Johnson. In deep, deep sleeper leagues, he is a guy to have on your roster. Last year when he started, he was good. Very, Very good. good. Anybody could be good in that bad with that offensive line. Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think if anything, if Hunt gets traded. Always look at the offensive traded, line when you're talking running backs. Especially backup running backs. 100%. Right? Yeah. I mean, the Browns have what top, let's say modest top 10 offensive line in the NFL. They're a top three. Modest top 10, top five, whatever. Um, I mean, at that number three spot, I mean, he's a clear roster. They're going to keep him on the roster. He got his, got his time to start last year. He was great. I mean, Nick Chubb has had injury injuries in the past. I mean, he can slide up to that number two spot. We'll see. We'll see. DJ, what do you got in your top ten? I got uh, – I started off the same as you. Uh, CMC, I mean, he's a league winner. That's just how it is. Um, dude is uh, – he's a fantasy uh, magnet when he's healthy. If he's on the field, he's obviously RB1. Um, I got the same RB2 as well, JTT. Uh, dude is amazing. Um, I was actually a non-believer when he got drafted by the Colts. Mitch was a, a long-time lover of Jonathan Taylor. He convinced me. Uh, and then watching him last year, the dude's just special. Um, I actually have Austin Eckler number three, and the reason I have that is because he is just such a pass-catching threat. Um, the guy is, is automatic out of the backfield. Um, you know, Philip Rivers, you should use that dude as a safety blanket. Justin Herbert's right over doing the same exact thing. Um, Big-time catching upside. Especially if you're in a PPR, that's I mean those those two, you know my one and my three are automatic catching catching upsides, right? And then my number four is an automatic catching upside as well. I got with Lamar Ball out this year. Um, I think he's taking that suspension personal. Uh, I think he's very disappointed in the fact that they even suspended him. Um, yeah. I mean he definitely came out and owned up to his mistake. 
should have. Um, he definitely made a mistake, but he's taking that personal. So I think he's going to ball out this year and really show what he is. Um, I agree with a lot of things Mitch said, too, about DeAndre Swift, who is my number five. Um, again, pass catching, um, they definitely have a, a good offensive line. I think they probably have the best offensive line in the league, if not the Browns. But yeah, really good offensive line. He's not a, he's not any between-the-tackle guy. He's not going to give you the Derrick Henry 30 carries a game, 35 carries a game, but he's going to give you – you know, you 17 to 20, and he's going to catch six or seven balls a game. Mm-hmm. And if he takes one of those to the the house, which he possibly could, yep, he just won your fantasy league. Um, I got number six as Derrick Henry. Um, until he proves that he's not the king, he's going to be in the top ten. Um, the guy is a freaking absolute monster. Um, Got to hate it, man. Like, people that big shouldn't move that fast, but the, the dude is no shit. Right? So He's huge. Um, number seven, I got Najee. Um, I definitely think he takes a step back from what he did last year, but I, th- I still think he is their absolute only option at running back. Benny Snell Jr. is not, not it, in my opinion. Um, I definitely think George Pickens takes a lot uh, of targets away from uh, uh, from Najee, um, but I still think Najee gets the, uh, almost all the carries, and he's still going to get a lot of stuff out of the backfield. So I think he's, he's definitely going to be my number seven. Um, my number eight, a lot of people hate on him because he doesn't have that receiving upside that the most of these running backs do is Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb is a phenomenal running back. He might be the best running back in the league, pure runner-wise. Uh, he definitely does not have that catching upside that the rest of them do. Uh, but he's, he's proving time and time again he's uh, an absolute force to be reckoned with. Um, so that is my number eight. My number nine is Saquon Barkley. Again, I agree with Mitch. This is the best offensive line he's had. Um, if Danny Dimes can look competent behind him, it's, he's just going to be he, – he's going to ball out. He's a stud. He's very gifted. This is my guy who is probably the most gifted running back in the NFL. Um, I know he said CMC or DeAndre Swift. I think Saquon Barkley is the, has the whole – No, I said Barkley or CMC for the most skill. I said it's a toss-up between the two. Gotcha, I thought he said Swift. Um, I was going to ask about Nick Chubb because I didn't have him and you didn't have him. I did not know you did. I love Nick Chubb. Love, I love yeah, Nick Chubb, I love too. Nick Chubb with his offensive line, I feel like he should be. Automatic top ten. But if, there's if, Kareem, stays if Kareem Hunt wasn't there. He would be automatic top ten. Yeah. If Kareem Hunt was not there, I would probably have him at number one. I can see that. I can see that. I mean, I, I mean you, have to, you have to give Kareem Hunt. Cream Hunt. Hunt's absolutely. a running back two in the same offense. 100%. He's been a running back one with Chubb. With Chubb, yeah. right? Yep. Um, I agree. Like, I mean, I agree. My, my ten is actually Aaron Jones because I think Aaron Jones basically is going to play wide receiver this year out of the backfield. Uh, they kind of have to. Aaron, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has basically said his freaking wide receiver can't catch the God bless the ball. Um, so if they can't catch it, Aaron Jones will. And Aaron Jones is freaking the open field. So if we're gonna, you know. Give that PPR love to him. I mean, Aaron, Aaron Jones is going to have a free, great, great year. Um, I'm going to give you three real quick sleepers. I think James Cook has an RB, like a high-end RB three-year, low-end RB two-year, because I think he's going to catch a ton of passes from Josh Allen. I think that's going to be a huge role for him. I think there's no running back in Buffalo to talk Devin's, about besides yeah. Cook. I think Devin, Devin Singletary is going to get the bulk of the carries just because he's bigger. Um, but and James because Cook he's is, been there. Yeah, because he's there. But James Cook, is he's a freaking playmaker, man. Um, I don't think I think I kind of play him in the same realm, not in the same tier, in the same realm as DeAndre Swift. He's never going to give you twenty-five to thirty carries between the tackles. He's just not, he's not that kind of back. But if you give him open space, he's going to make plays for you. He's going to get you yards, and he's going to score the ball. So I think that that's that's a big upside for James Cook. 
Um, another one of my big sleepers. Um, I actually had to erase it and come up with a new one, but Antonio Gibson. Um, Damon Pierce was my sleeper, but then they said bye-bye to Marlon Mack. So, uh, that's not really a sleeper anymore because he's, he's uh, Rex Burkett's his back. It, so so is Gibson yeah. a sleeper then? I think, Gibson, I think Gibson is a sleeper. Because I think Are you going to call him a sleeper if you did call Pierce not well, I think a everybody's hating on Gibson, even with the Robinson injury and you know, him getting shot. And, you know, hopefully it's be recovery for him, but... Uh, I do. I still think everybody's hating on Gibson, man. Well, he's with the freaking special teams. Okay, well that's fine. Yeah. I think he is a special back. I think they're using him in the wrong way, um, but I still think even going between the tackles, he could still be a again a high end, you know, RB two. Yeah, I mean, if he, fixes, one. if he fixes his fumbling problem too, who knows? The organization might love him again. Stud. I mean, he's like a freak I, athlete. I, and then I don't understand team. why the organization hates him because he fumbles. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly right. Yeah, right. <laughs> he fumbles a lot. Um, I'm going to actually go two more because I, I got a guy that I really – and Mitchell back with this one, but um, the, the second one he'll laugh at. I actually think um, another big-time sleeper uh, for some people is going to be Damian Harris. Uh, people are really looking at their Ramondre Stevens. Oh, boy. Stevenson guy. Um, me and Mitchell had this conversation. Uh, it, it's a good one. It's really – it's one or the other is what's going to happen. Uh, I think Damian's very good. I think he's – he does not, again, I think he falls in the Chubb mold. He doesn't have the receiving upside that Ramondre does, but he is a better runner of the football. So we shall see. I think Damian's going to be a very, very good back this year in that system. I think Mac takes a step forward as a quarterback and gives him a little break on the, you know, seven, eight-man boxes that he was seeing last year. So I think he definitely takes a step forward on that one. Uh, but a real weird, um, weird sleeper that I was going to talk to um, you guys about and that Mitch is going to laugh about is Khalil Herbert. I think that guy um, is an absolute, absolute freak. Um, They're I saying that like they don't know how David Montgomery feels or fits in the new offense. I like Herbert. And Khalil Herbert is an absolute stuff. Um, Wasn't in Virginia Tech when he was there, balled out for Virginia Tech. Uh, I think he comes in this year. He's in the best shape of his life. He, he tweeted that out probably two months ago, best shape of his life. Um, he had a great camp. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> you know, best camp, I, I think, out of any of the running backs there. Um, and I, I, I'm actually a big Monty guy. I like David Montgomery. But uh, I think Khalil Herbert takes his job by probably latest week 10. Uh, I think Khalil Herbert jumps in and takes that spot. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with her. I, I, I love Herbert. I think if he doesn't take the job, he's definitely going to play on third downs, which, I mean, in fantasy, you got to love, right? you got to love that pass-catching upside. The one I do have a problem with is Damian Harris, <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> Damian Harris had 15 rushing touchdowns last year and not that high-powered of an offense. The offense didn't get any better, in my opinion. So what's the biggest side for him 15 more this year? Because you can't. That's tough. I mean, that's touchdown, touchdown regression is coming. Okay, but your so your reasoning is because I said so. That makes no sense. So you're telling me that the offense that he literally got 15 touchdowns in last year didn't improve, but didn't decrease anyway. They have the same guys back. Correct. Actually, they didn't. They did improve because they got a better receiver. It's just a Parker. It's an opinion I have. I don't think the touchdowns are going to be there like they were last year for him. And I, I think they're going to be more that, spread around. But what is the reason? Because it's really hard to have back-to-back 15 touchdown years. Gotcha. So Mitch said so. Take it to the bank. Got it. 
I got questions for you guys. You guys are saying good offensive line, you take the backup running back. Right? Correct. If the backup running back is relevant, yes. I got to stop looking at this, looking at this coaching because now I know what his question is. Go ahead. What about Jamal Williams? <sighs> is, Swift, is Swift really going to be the workhorse there? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Swift is going to be the every down workhorse. I do think they're going to try to monitor his workload. I mean, he has had injuries the last two years. I mean, nothing that crazy, but just get dinged up and misses a game or two. Um, I do think I do think Swift is going to see 15 to 20 touches a game when he's healthy, whether that's in carries or receptions. Uh-huh. They're going to try to get him the ball. I think he's one of their most, if not the most dynamic playmaker they have. Him and Amara. Yeah. Um, Jamal, Jamal, I just don't know if Jamal Williams is the backup. I think he is the backup, but I don't think it matters. I, don't, I, 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 I just I think they have a couple guys that, I mean, the guy who played the end of last season, I forget his name. He came out of nowhere. I'll look it up. I mean, he came out and he played well. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, if you look at Lions history and running backs, I mean, they play a different guy every week. So, I mean, I think Swift and then everybody else. Like, I think Swift is the only guy you would want. And if you liked handcuffing, I guess Jamal Williams would be a decent handcuff. If Swift were to be I'm talking, talking handcuff. Talking handcuff? For me, I'm talking if you're taking Jamal Williams. I'm talking. I mean, there's a ton of handcuffs. round. There's tons of handcuffs I'd rather have. Have ton of hundreds. Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. I 100 agree. I think that's a that's an 18th rounder. If you're like, oh, well, I need a running back, then I got the hundred Swift. Cool. Okay. Well, what about Matt Breida? Behind Shake One. Shake One. The handcuff. Shake. The handcuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I could see that being a handcuff. Like, like if you're, you know, late late rounds of your fantasy draft. And you're choosing between, you know, Matt Burita and uh, let's see here, uh, Austin Hooper. You know, I would probably, probably take Matt Burita. <laughs> um, Lions got Justin Jackson. Uh, Justin Jackson's not in the back, I don't think. They cut him. Oh, they did. did. They cut him. Gotcha. I think Jamal is probably the backup, but again, I still agree with you. I still don't. By now, you've probably seen ads about the water contamination at Camp Lejeune everywhere. People who got sick after drinking that toxic water are now able to seek repayment for their medical costs because of a new law, the PACT Act. What those other ads don't tell you is that because the PACT Act is a fresh law, it's important to find an attorney who understands the new claims forms. There is a limited time to file your Camp Lejeune claim, so you need a lawyer who can get it right the first time. The experienced team of attorneys at SickMarine.com is ready to file your claim. They will fight for you, and they won't take no for an answer. Sign up at sickmarine.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 